reason to be cheerful. 1 to 3 p.m. Ayanda Ali Payne on SAFM. All right, it is Do Good Donderdag, and our do gooders today, Tammy and Busipoe. Uh, they're partners in marriage and also in business. Uh, their company, Timong, helps uh, young people to improve in uh, the area of debating, of critical thinking, of research, of communication, and such, such important skills. I said earlier, they join us now and they tell us a bit more about what they do. I saw you guys high fiving. <laughs> <laughs> when I said you guys are partners, they're like, high five, yeah. Welcome, and thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. Busi, you look amazing. Thank you. I know you oh have a seven-month-year-old. I'm like, where did you carry this baby? <laughs> <laughs> there are no signs. It's not right. It was like, he was out and life continued. Yeah. Literally. I think he just came, je, rented space, and then up and went. You know, I, I, I can't dispute because it feels like that. It literally yeah. feels like that. But he's given me a, such a new lease on life. So I love It's been a fantastic name. journey. Yes, named by his dad. Maru Abula. Mm-hmm. Yes, Maru Means, Abula. Uh, clouds that bring rain. Yes, yes, clouds that Inspired bring rain. Inspired by Bessie Head's book, When Rain Clouds Gather. Come on. And now. Maru. And Maru. The yeah, character. so both books. I love it. Yeah. But I, it also speaks to your love for words, for language, for communication, mm. for, for being able to share ideas. I want to start at the very beginning. Okay, maybe not right at the beginning because then you're <laughs> going to tell us about how boy meets girl. No. <laughs> I want to talk about it, Simong. How did it come about? All right. So Simong started around 2016. That's when it started. Um, and my, so there are three partners in Simung. There's me and Busi and there's Bongani, my best friend. Mm-hmm. And Bongani and I were debaters at the Viz Debating Union. And, you know, we had discovered that like debating had done so much for our own lives, um, in the sense as of, of critical thinking, argumentation, public speaking, all those kinds of things. And it gave us really strong benefits for the academic space on campus as well. And we're like, if we could actually transfer this skill to as many young black kids as possible. What could happen? Mm. Right? Because, like, so many of us, like, that w- were actually benefiting from the skill you're debating. I was getting onto SRC because of debating, because I was able to mobilize thousands of people around my ideas, mm. because I was simulating that experience over and over again in a debating room. So, when I were like, and I were like, we need to actually spread this. And I think this could be, you know, perhaps a tool that we could use to bridge gaps of inequality in South Africa, gaps around access to engagement access um, to critical thinking, but most importantly, giving young people a voice, giving black kids a voice, kids that are otherwise not heard, kids that yeah. are statistics. You know, like what if what if they were heard? And what if we had a whole generation of kids that were critical thinkers, active citizens, uh, arguers and debaters? What, how would that change the landscape of our country altogether? And that's when it started. And like Boosie came in. Uh, when she came in, like she literally brought the business aspect to the company. We weren't really a business until Boosie came in. She actually consolidated the whole thing and turned it into a real business. It was just a passion between Nalebongani. And, you know, she's also really, really passionate about the same issues as well. So it was like a, a try uh, vision, you know, between the three of us. And it just worked so well. Yeah. How does it work? So what are the practicalities of it all? Do you go to schools? Do yeah. you have clubs? How does it work? So um, there's two 
uh, responses to that. Currently, what we're doing is we're partnering with various private and public sector organizations. Some of our partners include APSA, the city of Iguruleni Metropolitan Municipality. We have the Constitution Hill, um, Nelson Mandela Foundation, and even the National Basketball Players Association in the U.S. And what those partners essentially do is that once they've bought into the vision and it aligns with their own social responsibility objectives, they then allocate funds that are going to go into specific communities um, to do this kind of work. So typically, for example, at APSA will say, we want to go into KZN, we want to beneficiate 250 kids. We want them to learn these skills that you say they'll learn through debating. And we want you to pair it up with our own internal programs to make sure that we get some brand, uh, brand mileage from it. And we would create the program from start to finish, allocate resources, mm-hmm. recruit schools, teach, um, facilitate the debating, do all the reporting, and even um, one-on-one mentorship in the end for kids that want that kind of relationship with us. So that's how it's worked right now. But we're also transitioning and pivoting and moving more into working with uh, children directly after school in a sort of an after-school program because we found that um, the benefits that you accrue from debating are specifically crucial right now as we move towards the fourth industrial revolution. Mm. And skills that we've seen kids in our programs learn aren't explicitly taught in the curriculum. And so for us, we've seen an opportunity um, whereby we could get parents to sign their kids up into after-school programs where they can make sure that through, you know, our curriculum over 30 lessons in, in a year, kids walk out of there at least being equipped with the right kind of skills they need to survive the yeah. world that they're going into. Hmm. That's absolutely important. How have you found the journey to be, you know, in, in terms of um, the support that you've received? So now you speak of the, the, the support that you have in terms of sponsors, etc. Mm. But behind the scene, there's a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of running around. There's a lot of times when you're thinking, I don't know if this was such a good idea. There's something that you try and yeah. then that mm. doesn't work and something else happens. Because people look at the work, you know, of, of, of social impact and they think, ah, oh, this is just so good. I just want to help people, mm. you know, yeah. speak to us about the journey of, of how you made it to where you are today. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, one of the most challenging things about this is the fact that it's a business. And we are literally, like it's a business that we are literally living off of. This mm-hmm. is literally, what we do this for a living. So that's the first, that's the first huge challenge because, because you need to be able to sustain the actual company itself yeah. and sustain the very directors that run the company. Mm. So that's been such a huge challenge for us in the very beginning because um, Sharp, it's a low barrier to en- entry industry in the sense that like you don't need like capital or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like um, in between projects, you know, you need to eat. You yeah. see, so like that's been such a huge um, um, hurdle to get over in terms of actually getting our cash flow, mm. you know, in such a way that can sustain revenues for the business properly, and you know, give us salaries as well. We have kids, we have families, etc., etc., etc. So that's been one of the huge challenges. But also, um, another another factor that really sometimes threatens the kind of work that we do is is the fact that partners sometimes change strategy. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, and, and for example, you would be talking to ex-partner and that partner, you would appeal to something very important that they're doing strategically right now. But next year, they're like, well, we just fired our CEO. Yeah. We have a new strategy. You know? We're not focusing on mm-hmm. youth anymore. We're going to yeah. focus on the elderly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So where do you fit in that picture? Oh, wow. So it's, it's actually very interesting. It's, it's, it's challenging, of, of course, but like it's interesting because it's in those moments where you innovate. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in those moments where you identify gaps that you never thought existed mm-hmm. um, and you stretch yourselves and your abilities as a result, you know what I mean? So it's very tough. It's not mm-hmm. easy at all. Like, in fact, uh, I was just saying to someone the other day that like, my business is more admin than it is project. Mm-hmm. And admin like can literally kill passion. Mm. Yep. So yeah. so so you you and I um worked with some young people in Soweto and yes. you said to me that oh wow, I actually haven't been on the field in such a long time. Yeah. I'd forgotten just how much I love this thing because you're right, we get bogged down with yeah. trying to find uh your your tax clearance mm. certificates oh and to make sure so. that you are registered <laughs> as a PBO yeah. and, mm-hmm. and you know, all those kind of things. Yeah. And and that takes up a lot of time. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Um I was just complaining the other day um, uh, at a consultative event where some of our uh, political leaders were engaging the youth that we spend at least 60 to 70% of our time as a small business um, in sorting out our bureaucracy. Yeah, yeah. Red um, tape. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it really is stifling the amount of growth. And I think it's it's pegged onto the fact that as a business market in general in South Africa, we're not as developed as um, many other countries where we draw inspiration. For example, yeah. the idea of social enterprise yes. isn't that well developed. Yep. So it's either mm. you're a PTY and you strictly serve, you know, hard core commercial capitalist mm-hmm. interests or your NPO and that's when you do good. Yeah. But here we are saying actually you can do good and make money yes. and that's how we should do business in general. We should um, solve problems that um, create some kind of impact and all all businesses should be expected to do that. And that entails, you know, being in a very precarious situation as to yeah. the kind of clients you can work with mm-hmm. but also all of your bureaucracy, all of your compliance and and that sort of thing. But I think the partners we have are very, very invested in, in not only Timong, but in us as individuals. Yeah. Yeah. And Absolutely. that's been very important for us. So networking is crucial as a young person in South Africa if you're trying to do something important in society. Mm. Do you know what, what, what I also love about what you've just said there? You know, that your partners are also interested in you as an individual mm. and that you yourself must also be focused on personal development, you know? Yes. You can't uh, sort of lose yourself and who you mm. are and go underground and just be on the ground. You constantly have to adapt and learn mm. and empower yourself so much so that you can even be on stage with the <coughs> uh, Barack Obama, Patrice Mutsipe, Hey. Who else? Who else? A Keep certain Cyril Ramaphosa, hey. you know. What I, what I, and this was you, by the way. So I'm not ah. like imagining an imaginary human being. <laughs> so crazy. And that's important because the kids you work yeah. with must be able to see that this thing works for you. Yes. For starters. Yes. Our personal brand mm-hmm. is what we bring in as currency into Timung. For a very long time, we didn't have startup capital. All we had was Tammy, um, the student leader. Uh, who was on one day leader and is seen by the entire country once a week. We had a Bongani, who was a Pan-African champion of debating and a head of public speaking at WITS. And a Busi, who's a leader and public speaker and who's done this and Sawap and that. So mm. those things that we bring to the table yeah. were exactly what got us into meetings. And we can't overlook that. In fact, it becomes crucial when we're telling a parent that this can change your child's life and if it's not changing our lives. Yeah. So yeah. We're, we're always looking at ways in which we can develop ourselves and that sort of thing. And there's always things that we're applying for and things that we're trying to get involved with and mm. and people that we're trying to get um, 
to mentor us and that sort of thing as individuals and not yeah. just um, as like a trio. Yeah, because that's important. I mean, everybody who says to me, oh, I want to start an NGO fresh from school or whatever, I always say to them, get some traction, you yeah. know, get some mileage, get some sort of experience that can help you get your foot in because trust, everybody's trying to save the world, yes. you know, so you must say, what am I bringing to the table? Mm-hmm. But one thing that I also love is that you don't let that kind of pursuit and all that happens behind the scenes dampen your spirit when it comes to the work on the ground. It is so imperative that we empower young people. Many of them in the township or or under-resourced communities know what's wrong, but they don't quite know how Mm. to articulate it, Mm. you know? And so what do we do? We bend, bend, bend. Mm. Yeah. We loot, 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 you know? Because you know that there's something right, Mm. but how you can stand up and and speak to the powers that be and deliver the message and drive home that message that says, things are not okay, you need to change them. Mm. They don't know how to conceptualize that perhaps, or maybe research and give the facts and figures and stats. Tell Mm. me a little bit about some of the stories that you look back on and you say, oh my gosh, when I look at this child and how they were able to use the gifts and the skills that we gave them, you know, that really makes me feel proud. I love that question. I love it because not so many people actually ask that question. Mm. People just sort of, uh, but fell luck with the vision or but fell luck with the work that you do or how you do it and people don't actually t- like ask for the stories themselves mm-hmm. I think just to comment on like what you said before I get into one of the stories I think it's very important for us to give young people the tools for engagement mm-hmm. right so so civic engagement is, is such a abstract term for, for many young people and young people are, are disillusioned they are where they are and they don't know what to do henceforth you know what I mean and hence you say the only thing that they have at their disposal is burning is Mm. looting is this and this and that and what happens on the other side with the people that actually um you know control means of production control means of the media and all those kinds of things they lose sympathy for young people Mm. because they're like oh yeah that's all these guys know anyway Mm. right and that's why you know um the poor has a singular have a singular face and we actually um you know don't take seriously the 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 individual potential of people and communities Mm. but anyway like there's this child his name is um sipo tenjeguayo um so he you know he met us he was a really high potential child when he met us right Mm. um he was already doing a little bit of you know good work in his community in Mm -hmm. daviton Mm -hmm. um and he had this small organization called young asians of change yak um and but by the time you know he did work with us um he managed to actually you know continue with that organization but grow it in such a significant wow. way um they've been doing like these yak uh, mentorship engagements where they call young people like guys who are under 25 mm. to come and you know have panel discussions with them get them to network mm. with each with w- with the kids themselves mm. you know wow. they get like-minded young people in one room that time they're the ones that, or- that are organizing this right mm. and it's not paternalistic at all it's 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 actually them organizing this whole thing sure. mm. and now he's went on to he's studying accounting at Wits university Come through the now. alan gray orbis foundation scholarship um which is a scholarship that takes very seriously a young person's entrepreneurial abilities so yeah. like Kure, those skills were harnessed under our space wow. and i'm very very happy that we were able to see someone like that come through yeah um another boy his name is um robert matendra mm-hmm. from kzn um, and, 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 and he came into one of our programs again, um, a very strong debater, but had, had very ardent and cynical views, yeah. right? About, um, the future of this country, the future of this mm. country, right? And like, um, and that's what happens when you're like really, really intelligent and brilliant is that like sometimes you feel, you know, 
nothing is good enough. Yeah, bogged down by the cares mm-hmm. of this exactly. world. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then he, you know, after our, the work that we did with the Nelson Mandela Foundation, um, he starts this organization called LIT. Listen, um, interrogate, and transform. Come on. And where they get, so they use debating as well. Yeah. Very much like Timong. They get kids from Verlim, Phoenix, Kwamashu, uh, um, you know, Umlazi to, to actually use debating as a tool to solve their community problems. Mm. And they've been running epic, epic mentorship um, competitions in the, in the KZN sure. space. And like, it's, it's been so beautiful. So like, yeah. there are so many stories. There are so many stories. There are, yeah. ac- there are actual lives that are being changed fr- from this kind of work. And that really does refresh us. It does. It really it does, does. Yeah. I can imagine. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I need contact details. I need to know where do we find you and how can people reach out to those who are interested, not only for their own children, but perhaps there's a potential sponsor who's listening. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. <laughs> who can say, this is something I'd like to plug into. It's five to two. Call Ayanda now. now. 0891-104-207. All right, we're fast approaching top of the hour where we'll have to wrap up this conversation. But before we go, Busi, I've heard you nodding away furiously. Say, mm-hmm, mm, mm. <laughs> a quick highlight for you, just looking back and saying, you know, one or two episodes where you really, really felt that this work was worthwhile and something that stays close to your heart. I think for me, highlights as always when uh, you see someone transform. I think a lot of us do very important community work and that sort of thing. But when someone's life moves from A to B, and they can completely attribute it to meeting you and having an encounter with you and being able to access you. For me, that's been life-changing. Right. And, and whenever we have difficulties, whether it's like finances or accounting or sponsorships or bureaucracy or this or that or pivoting, I'm always just driven by the fact that there's kids like Madzanga and the entire group of kids from Capricorn High School and mm. kids who have changed. Their views mm. have changed, their outlook, their productivity. Um because they've encountered a Timung program. So for me, when we say we we uh, we transform kids, I don't think we say it, you know, to be nice or to, to like, yeah. you know, gloss up the work that we do. But there really is intention, passion yeah. and service that goes into making sure that happens. Mm. If for, for not, you know, it, not everyone's going to transform, but um, for us, if three out of five kids in a team come back and say, I'm going to go back home and do something differently, mm. that's really important for us. My goodness. Where do we find you? Okay, so we're on social media and our social media pack pages are very active, colorful, and <laughs> yes. and you'll always know anything that's going on in our company. If you go on our social media, it's Timong Essay. Timong is T-S-H-I-M-O-N-G. So it's a Tswana word, Essay. And you can also go on our uh, website. It's not... Um, it's the the information on our website isn't necessarily updated live, but it is great just for getting information on who we are. And it's www.simung.co.za. We also have a very very strong YouTube channel, um, Simung Ese, where you can watch all our videos. That's mm. where we put a lot of our heart into making mm. sure that someone who's not in the programs can see the actual kind of transformation and we're talking it. about. Right. Yeah. Mm. 
Thank you very much for joining us, Mr. and Mrs. Boy. It's been a huge pleasure. Much appreciated. I'd just like to wrap with this quote from uh, Eric Fromm, who says, giving is the highest expression of potency. Giving is more than joyous uh, than receiving. It's more joyous than receiving, not because it's a deprivation, but because in the act of giving lies the expression of my aliveness. That brings us to two o'clock.